The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VEASAN's The Pre-Game Show on your Independence Day Saturday morning. Thank you so much for spending part of your holiday weekend with us here from Las Vegas. Adam Candy at the South Point Sportsbook to get you ready for everything going on this weekend. James Salinas is in Denver, Colorado as we discuss not only the NBA playoff game that might give us our finals matchup tonight. Take a look back at what happened in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but we start, James, on the diamond where we might be seeing something this year that we have never seen before in Shohei Otani, um, in our lifetimes at the very least. Uh, I still am kicking myself quite a bit because uh, when Gil Alexander and I talked about this preseason, I have bet on Shohei Otani for Cy Young. He said, what about MVP? I said, I don't know if he's going to end up doing both as well uh, all year long. Well... Uh, Shohei Otani, two more home runs. He is now, James, minus 160 to win the American League's most valuable player. And the only close competition that he has is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at plus 125. The odds get significantly long after that. Uh, right now, you're handicapping this and looking at Shohei Otani as potential AL MVP. Uh, how do you size him up against Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? 
Adam, don't beat yourself up too much because you didn't get on that. But most people didn't get on on that. And those that <laughs> did, good for you because you were clearly not only talking about the, the much better price where it was then when you were talking about it with Gil, but just thinking about not only what he's what Otani's been able to do. We know he can pitch and, and you know, he'll have his ups and downs. Didn't have a great outing the other day, obviously, in, in Yankee Stadium. But pitchers are going to go through that. But when you consider, you talk about we haven't seen, at least in our lifetime, we haven't seen this with somebody that can go out on the bump and pitch as well as he has, as well as hitting the baseball. Now, not only hitting the baseball, Adam, but having patience and discipline at the plate. He'll take walks, so it's not up there. He's just not a free swinger, an aggressive swinger. And then when he does take a walk or he can get on base, once he gets on base, he can also run. And I think that's what's so special about him, too. Not only his his pitching and his hitting ability, but he also can run. That's kind of a lost art in this game of baseball in 2021 now, where we steal bases, and he stole a base last night put himself in scoring position and came through on a single was able to wit score the winning run so the other part too we think about Otani is he's been without Mike Trout now Mike Trout was hitting he been he's hitting second with Mike Trout in the lineup Mike Trout hitting third anytime you have Mike Trout hitting behind you you're gonna see some pitches to hit well Mike Trout hasn't been on the field since mid-May so so much of this is occurring over the last month and a half without one of the best hitters in the game in Mike Trout and that really has been the remarkable part. They don't have to pitch to Shohei Otani. Uh, and yet uh, there are some pitches that he gets that he turns into positive outcomes that you think to yourself, there's no chance that he should be able to do that. And yet he does. Uh, minus 160 is not a price, of course, that I'm going to have any interest in just on its own face, but especially considering I was staring down 35 to one uh, in the preseason on Shohei Otani for AL MVP. Of course, uh, it's a different story when we talk about the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, and here on the pregame show from VEASAN, Adam Candy, James Salinas, Las Vegas, and Denver getting you ready for the day and talking about the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim and Shohei Otani. Uh, I saw a funny tweet uh, a couple of days ago that said, I feel like every time I see something about the Angels, it's Mike Trout hit a home run, Shohei Otani did something no one's done for 100 years, and the Angels lost. Uh, and and that's kind of where we are right now. The Angels, six and a half out of the wild card. Uh, this team doesn't have really any pitching uh, to speak of when it comes to its starting pitching. Today, they are at home for the Baltimore Orioles, minus 200 Orioles, plus 180 coming back, total of nine and a half. Uh, when you look at this American League West race, James, it's kind of the Astros and the A's, but do you think that the Angels, with Trout back healthy at some point, have a run in them? It's still a full, we still have half the season to go. So we know what a grind the major league baseball season is when it's a full season of 162 games. So absolutely. I, I'm just curious to see when trout does come back at some point after the all-star break. And if he's able to come back fully healthy, what is Otani going to look like now with Trout back in the lineup hitting behind him again and more pitches to hit? He's already, yeah, you mentioned it earlier. You don't have to pitch to Otani right now. They still are, and he's taking full advantage of it. So, yeah, that one-two punch and Rendon in the in the lineup too, another, another powerful hitter. So, absolutely, and thinking about where they're standing in the West. Now, 
I guess uh, Seattle. Seattle. I didn't expect to see Seattle sitting at five games over 500 midway through the season. I think we'll see some regression there at some point, I would suspect, for the Mariners. So, yeah, why not? Especially you think about crawling up in that division. Uh, you still get to beat up on the Rangers, and I think there will be some, some fallback for the Mariners. And, yeah, it is a two-team race right now, but definitely Trout gets back into that lineup along with Rendon and the way that Anto uh, Shohei Ohtani has been hitting the baseball. Uh, it's going to be a powerful lineup to go in the second half of the season. Should be fun to watch in that West race. And if nothing else, just to watch the ride with Otani and enjoy it. Uh, but at minus 160, uh, James and I will both pass on playing that price on Shohei Otani for MVP here at the moment. Um, great performances from guys like Shohei Otani. Of course, why we tune in. Are we going to get either of the stars this evening? In the NBA, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is listed as doubtful. Trey Young, we don't know at this point. Uh, both guys obviously miss game five. It is game six of the Eastern Conference Finals as Milwaukee heads back to Atlanta with an opportunity to close out the series, head to the NBA Finals to take on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, right now, looking at a series price here of the Bucks minus 400 and the Hawks at plus three tenths. So we know the challenge in front of both of these teams right now. But of course, James, uh, both of the number one players for these teams, questionable at best for this game. Can you do anything at this point with the Bucks and the Hawks? Or are you waiting for the information on Giannis and Trey Young? I think we've seen both teams now. We've seen solid games out of each team without their star player. We saw that from the Hawks in game four without Trey Young, and we definitely saw that in game five for Milwaukee without Giannis for the full game. And, and I think that's the difference here going forward. Yeah, can I get involved right now with this game tonight and or the series price? I'm kind of tempted to, you're talking about plus three plus dollars on Atlanta to win this series right now if Trey Young does come back. And that's the hard part. If he does come back, how effective is he going to be how badly uh, how playing through pain that bruised bruised uh, the bone in his ankle whatever that looks like there I mean this is a guy that needs that explosiveness using his two wheels and tremendous player when he's fully healthy yeah, it kind of feels like, you know, and it's unfortunate, not only in this series here, but so many games, so many teams throughout the duration of this NBA playoffs. It's really just been a, a, a battle of attrition for all of these teams. And right now the healthiest team in the playoffs sitting here and waiting for the NBA finals next week in the Phoenix Suns. That's the hard part. It kind of feels like the regular season, Adam, the approach to the regular season, so many game time decisions with key players, star players, whether it was load management and or injuries. I think the NBA definitely during the regular season was built for in-game opportunities and or attack in the prop market like we've we've dug into extensively throughout the playoffs, but also here. Yeah, I don't know how I can get involved in either side right now. Even if Trey Young is listed to come back in, maybe he does play. We still don't know to what capacity, how effective he'll be with with, with one bad foot out there. So I think that's where in-game is really the only way I think I can attack this game tonight. I think you hit on the number that makes sense, and it is the Hawks, if you wanted to play the series price. Uh, here tonight, the Hawks are minus two. 217 the total and of course you're talking about getting three dollars on the hawks as an underdog in the series of 310 actually as an underdog and they're favored in this game at this point tonight uh when we are assuming that there is no trey young or no Giannis antenna we don't know uh maybe so i hear you when you talk about that series price on milwaukee uh, and realize this if you are someone who is inclined to play this game under 
you likely want to wait because we already see that 217 sitting there. And if either of the stars are back into this game, that number is going to go up. So uh, it's already baked into the 217, the uh, questionable nature of whether or not Giannis or Trey Young will be able to go in this game. Uh, overall for the championship, if we're talking about the NBA finals and winning the whole thing, Suns minus 160, Bucks plus 170, Hawks are 13 to 1. Uh, to win the championship. Uh, obviously, Suns at minus 160. Uh, I, I don't know how much in love with that I am if we were on the assumption that the Bucks are going to make the make it through to the finals. But, James, what do you see when you look at this board? Looking at 13 to 1 right now. Trey Young, if he comes back tonight, if he does come back and he plays through the pain and looks pretty effective, you're sitting with the 13 to 1. But just thinking about the attrition of all these games so far for every team, Phoenix has been the team outside of Chris Paul got hurt game one against the Lakers with that shoulder injury way back in the first series and also missed a couple games due to COVID protocol. But ultimately, that is the healthiest team in the finals right now. We're able to take advantage of some teams that had a number of injuries, thinking about the Lakers and all the injuries they sustained into the playoffs. The Nuggets going clearly going in shorthanded into that second round matchup against the Suns. And then Kawhi Leonard not being available for the entire series for the Clippers. Uh, kind of a fortunate situation for the Suns. And not to take anything away from, from Phoenix and Chris Paul and sensational game from Paul in that game six clincher on the road. But, you know, they've been pretty fortunate to get where they've been just based on their opponent's injuries. I just don't know right now if I want to get involved in any series prices going forward to me right now with the volatility of the injuries continuing to pile up in the NBA playoffs I think for me it's going to be game to game situations as well as probably more so in game situations to capitalize as far as bidding on these series I mean it really is amazing James when you think about the Phoenix Suns they get the LeBron and Anthony Davis injuries against the Lakers they get a Nuggets team with no Jamal Murray they get a Clippers team with no Kawhi Leonard it really has been room service uh, for the Phoenix Suns thus far, and they're probably going to see a Bucks or a Hawks team with at least a slightly weakened uh, Giannis or Trey Young going into the NBA Finals. Should be a fascinating run for the folks down in the Valley of the Sun. Talk about superstars and what they mean to their teams. We have certainly seen it with the Tampa Bay Lightning throughout the NHL playoffs as they insert Nikita Kucherov back into the lineup, and yet it really hasn't been the superstars doing the damage against the Montreal Canadiens. Two goals for Eric Johnson last night. The first goal in game one came from Cernak. Then they get a goal from Sorelli. It really has been up and down this lineup. And it's why when we talked about the NHL's Stanley Cup finals, we said uh, this is going to be the tallest task that Montreal has faced thus far because of the depth of the lightning. Tampa Bay goes out last night, wins 6-3 to three as a minus-120 favorite in Montreal. Game obviously goes well over the total of five and now lightning are one game away from a back-to-back -back Stanley cup win. Uh, series prices are exactly what you think they would be. Uh, the lightning are 50 to one favorites. The Montreal Canadiens are 16 to one dogs. Uh, when it comes to exact series prices, any other way other than betting game four straight up, James, is there anything that you see in terms of how you would get involved in this series with Tampa Bay up three games to none? 
right now looking at it, it's basically it's roughly 160 for game four, minus 160 in favor of the Lightning to close this out and clinch and looking to see where it is. And that's exactly where it is. Sometimes you'll find markets where you'll see on this game, which is a game clinching, you know, a series clinching and championship clinching opportunity for the Lightning laying 160. Sometimes if you dig around, you'll find some of those exact prices sitting there. Is it a sweep sitting there? But right now I just pretty it's the same number. So, yes, I, I mean, that's just it. You talked about the depth of the Lightning, and that showed out, right? There's plenty of star power on that team, and including in goal with Vasilevsky. But yeah, such a deep team, and we're seeing uh, we're, we're seeing production from all four lines. Defensemen getting into the show. I mean, it's just clearly the better team by far. It was more so a matter going into the series. Now, the series price when it came out, which was just a few dollars, a lot of quick buyback on Montreal early, and then buyback going the other way with the Lightning once that price continued to drop. And really, I didn't get involved with the series. I was looking to see would it go maybe six games, even go seven games, some of those exact series prices, whether it was plus 450 plus $4. Ultimately, didn't get involved with that. I did bet last night. I did take the under, so the first time I get involved with the total, and it soars over the total last night, and when goals were at a premium the first few games, in the first couple games in the series, and I think now there's only one side that I could play with, and it's going to be in a sweep. I think with the Lightning, it's too deep too talented that championship drive having been there and done that and they know how to turn up the intensity to a championship level when necessary they definitely did that last night i think they were a little perturbed at their performance in game two and clearly came ready and focused to get after it last night i think the same thing will happen on monday in game four i can't back the canadians great story fun to watch the canadians especially that series against toronto in the first round being down three to one and how they pulled together and and drove themselves to this point but the lightning clearly the better team the deeper team more talented team and the championship medal that goes with tampa bay here i can't go any other side except for the lightning to clinch this in in a, in a sweep and uh, great story again like we said with the canadians unfortunate we're not going to get any more games but i can't back the canadians come game four i think it's over i mean ultimately if you're rooting for more hockey i can look at lightning 4-1 say maybe maybe you see montreal come out in this next game uh, with enough fight to keep the series alive. They certainly have been a scrappy team. We saw them come back from three games to one down against the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, earlier on in the playoffs. This is a different animal. Uh, this Tampa Bay Lightning team has everything that you need. It's made itself very apparent uh, throughout this series. Plus 250 on the Lightning to win in five, because I think if you see Montreal steal one tomorrow, you're probably going to see Tampa Bay close this thing out uh, back at home. Uh, beyond that, yes, juicy prices, of course, but uh, nothing that I would even consider getting involved in because, again, uh, if Carey Price was going to be able to keep this team in the series, we would have seen it by now, but he was under fire last night. Uh, of course, the last goal being an empty netter, but at the same time, uh, Tampa Bay just peppered him all night long and made life very, very difficult. Uh, James, we only have one early game today on the Major League Baseball slate, and it's an interesting one, because, not just because it's the Subway Series between the New York Yankees and the New York Mets, but because the Yankees have not taken the field since they had the absolute implosion meltdown uh, in the ninth inning against the Los Angeles Angels on Wednesday, in which uh, our oldest Chapman gave up a grand slam. Yankees allow seven in the ninth and end up losing 
11 to 8. Uh, they have the manager, uh, the general manager, the owner. Everyone is giving state of the Yankees uh, speeches. Here today with Jordan Montgomery against Taiwan Walker. The Yankees are minus 146. Mets coming back plus 136. 105 p.m. Eastern start with an 8.5 total. Uh, James, I find this number fairly interesting, largely because, A, the Mets are playing better, and, B, Taiwan Walker has been the better pitcher between him and Montgomery thus far this year. Absolutely, he has. Although, if you look at Montgomery's splits, he's, interestingly enough, he's actually pitched much better at Yankee Stadium this year playing at home than he has on the road. His his splits, I mean, his ERA at home through seven starts sitting at 2.6 as opposed to five and a half on the road. So maybe that's where some of this is. I don't know. It's kind of the Yankees, I think, have been overvalued all season long because of the expectations coming in preseason before the season started, obviously. And yeah, that's when you, when you have the payroll and the players that they do have big payroll, big expectations, also a lot of pressure that comes with that. And especially the way that that lineup is built, you know, this isn't a team that that is looking to spray the ball outside of LeMahieu uh, and a, a, maybe a couple others that utilize the entire field when they hit the baseball. It is definitely uh, let's we're pull hip. We're pull heavy. We're looking to, to launch angle, get the ball over the fence. That's the way that they're built. Bunch of big fellas up at that up at that dish. But, you know, you pitch away, you pitch away, you pitch away and you start to see these guys start the, the, the pressure starts to mount. And I think that's where we're at with the Yankees so far this season. High expectations, obviously, like there is every year for the New York Yankees, especially with that related to that payroll and not playing right like it right now. You can you can buy all the great players you want, but it doesn't buy chemistry, Adam. And right now, that's what the Yankees are sorely lacking. Yeah, we've heard plenty about team meetings and, uh, you know, managers going into the clubhouse and trying to set things right with the team. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's a lifeless Yankees team. It's why we talked about with the American League odds. Don't touch the Yankees when they were the favorites. Right now, you see in the AL East, 41 and 39 are the Yankees. Nine and a half games back of Boston. They are plus 750 just to win the division. Uh, they're going to have to get past not only uh, the Red Sox, but a very strong Blue Jays team and a Rays team that is in the lead uh, at the moment for the wild card. The Yankees aren't even in the playoff picture here at the moment. So uh, lots to go there. One prop I'm interested in uh, in the game that we'll talk about uh, coming up here. DJ LeMahieu does have pretty decent numbers against Taiwan Walker. Don't really love the price on the bet right now, but maybe you will be able to find something better than what I have been able to see out there thus far on either a hit or a total basis prop on DJ LeMahieu. Hey, do you love live in-game action? Then download the free Odds Trader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. When we return here on the pregame show, Chris Andrews from the South Point joins us to talk about what's happening behind the counter here on this Independence Day weekend in Las Vegas. Thanks for spending part of your Saturday with us here on VSIN. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. 
They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans, and yet, There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, day. Day. that's we the problem. We didn't realize it until we uh, oh. started getting into seasons three and four. And now we're like, oh, my God. We were both so good on the show. And we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs. Yeah. And <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This week's Ron Flatter Racing Pod covers racing and race. Jonathan Kinchin of Fox Sports discusses the first half of the racing year as well as progress that the sport may or may not have made in the past year to answer diversity questions. Trainer Mike Stidham talks about Dubai World Cup winner Mystic Guide and his comeback in today's Suburban Stakes at Belmont Park. South Point Sportsbook Director Chris Andrews handicaps weekend races. You can download the Ron Flatter Racing Pod every morning on Fridays at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. It's sponsored by First Bet. This is vcin's The Pregame Show. James Salinas in Denver, Adam Candy in Las Vegas, and the aforementioned Chris Andrews on the phone with us from the South Point Sportsbook. Chris, happy uh, July 4th weekend. Uh, what can we expect behind the counter at the South Point over the holiday? What are you guys seeing action coming in on? All right, we'll talk to Chris uh, here in just a moment. Uh, he's a very busy man, James. Uh, we can't just assume that he'll be ready to answer our questions whenever we have them. I uh, have to assume that he's probably seen plenty on the NBA and the NHL. Um, you know, we're going to talk about this as we go along today, but uh, maybe Chris will have an opinion for us as well on the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest because uh, this is the th- – kind of stuff this is what real serious betters need to know about they need to know is joey chestnut going over or under 73 and a half hot dogs and if you're not familiar with the nathan's hot dog eating contest uh you can go right now on twitter our guy josh applebaum uh, actually has some information he's got some stats that go back over time talk about uh, what is available in terms of information to know how many hot dogs have these guys eaten in the past uh odds here from DraftKings on the nathan's contest on the men's side joey chestnut uh, a very specific number, minus 33.35. Anybody else is nine to one. And then, as we mentioned, the over under 73 and a half hot dogs, it is minus 200 on the over. Michelle Lesko is your women's favorite. Anybody else at five to one? Uh, James, we have enough information to at least make something of an informed guess at this, but would this be something, uh, if it were offered in front of you, that you would want to get in on? couple things first uh, talking about the total hot dog i mean it's amazing how many i i can't even fathom two i what can i do two maybe and it's i'm not (laughs) i was uh, i think about this adam i was hungry i didn't have a chance to eat breakfast i was kind of hungry before the show started but then thinking about the the gluttonous process that is the hot dog eating contest on the fourth of july i'm not so hungry anymore but if i was gonna bet it i'd have to be betting against human achievement to bet the under but in this case here Honestly, Adam, if I bet something, I'm the eye test guy. I'm going to want to watch it. I'm going to want to see. Now, I don't know if we have an opportunity to bet in-game when it comes to the hot dog eating contest. But if I'm going to bet it, I'm going to have to watch it. And in this case here, I just don't know if I really want to partake in watching the hot dog eating contest and and the the gluttonous nature of what we're going to see. Go for it, Joey. Go get after it. I hope you win. And you're your favorite to win for sure. But will I be partaking? Probably not. I think when I think about betting this, the only way I could go is over because I can't imagine sitting there and watching this thing and saying, no, 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 eat less. Don't get all through all those hot dogs. Like, I want to be cheering for the guy to break his stomach. Like, that's the whole concept. So I think I would be looking at that. Uh, Josh Applebaum showed that up to 2016, average hot dogs for Joey Chestnut was about 63. It's been at about 72 since 2016. So this number seems pretty well set uh, at 73 and a half on Joey Chestnut. Um, 
things to know about this contest. So a Nathan's hot dog has 300 calories. The bun has 130 calories. So essentially four and change on every hot dog. And then you multiply that by 73 and you think to yourself, that is a lot of minutes on the bike or walk in the treadmill or, or, or I don't know, uh, somehow otherwise working off what is like about a week and a half's worth of food that this man is going to put down in just a few minutes time. It's, it's pretty uh, remarkable is one word. Scary uh, is another, but uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, a staple of July 4th weekend and uh the man who uh, does all of the calling of that here for the circus sports opening uh, did a lot of the introductions out here when we opened that brand new VEASAN studio down at circus sports. And uh, it was a really fun evening for everyone involved. Uh, Chris Andrews will rejoin us a little bit later here in the show on the pregame show. As we said, he's got business to take care of. And sometimes we got to let him attend to that before we talk to him with uh, our mess here on VEASAN. This is the pregame show from Las Vegas and Denver, and we are back with more here in just a moment. Summer, it's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VSIN gear. We've got hats, shirts, mugs with the VSIN logo, or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about, and it's not under till it's over. Visit the VSIN store today at vsin.com/slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's vsin.com/slash store. Uh, James, I've seen you rocking the uh, the Vison polo from time to time. Uh, you you dipped into the Vison store and got yourself some gear. I did actually. I I, I got well. It's been a rough year. I think COVID uh, has impacted a few other things on me. I did get a number of pieces from the VSIN store that not all of them fit. Not, dude, because the size was wrong, but because uh, I'm still working on the COVID weight. But absolutely, it's, I, I love the shirts, and it's always good to rock those, not only when we're on the show, but getting out. And now that we're legal here in Colorado for the past year, we're talking about sports betting here in Denver and Colorado as a whole. I do go out and get questions sometimes when I'm out and about because I do wear it proudly when I'm out in public there you go getting a little brand awareness going for us uh, here at Vison in denver and beyond uh we have today on the pregame show a huge slate of major league baseball and james i know you have a couple of games that you're interested in we're going to jump time wise ahead a little bit in the card and first start with the chicago cubs visiting the cincinnati reds it's a 410 p.m. Eastern start for the Reds and the Cubs. Reds minus 125, Cubs plus 115 uh, coming back. Your total in that game is nine. That is juice to the over at minus 120. And James, we've got Alzale and Molly going in this one. Yeah, and this is the this is kind of the 
the conundrum for me here. Last night had the Washington Nationals, and really it was backing Scherzer and hit all the props on Scherzer last night as far as the strikeouts and the innings pitched. Did dabble in thinking, did I want to go first five or we're going to go the full nine and get after it? And unfortunately, I went the full nine, and we saw as soon as Scherzer went out of the game, uh, the bullpen came in and completely butchered the game for the Nationals. So that's where I was kind of on the fence here because I don't love the Reds' bullpen. Uh, not that I'm in love with Tyler Malley, but I do like his matchup today against the Cubs. Now, collectively against the Cubs lineup, those hitters have hit uh, out of 131 at-bats, so a pretty good sample size of the Cubs, and obviously within the division, going up against Tyler Malley here. They're hitting a robust 095, so not a good hitting prospect for the Cubs, plus the Cubs losers of seven straight, and where are the Cubs going to become all-star break and going into the trade deadline? We know there's a lot of players on that team. Final year of their contract. Are folks going to start to get moved, starting to fall back? And now they're still sitting currently second in the standings. But really, it's been a bad, rough couple weeks for the Cubs here. I think I'm going to go just first five. I'm going to stay away from that Reds bullpen. We know it is a hitter's park there in Cincinnati. But I'm just going to go Tyler Molly here. First five, I laid a dollar twenty on it with the Reds, just like his his spot here going against the Cubs team that uh, seems like they're going a little sideways. Yeah, the only way I think James that I would be looking at this would be for me under uh, Molly. You mentioned the great numbers that he has against the Cubs, and on the other side. Alzale is one of those guys where the ERA is up a little bit. If you take a look at the whip, though, the whip is down. When he gives up contact, he gives up hard contact, but he does miss a lot of bats. A wicked, wicked slider for Adbert Alzale and has been coming along as the season has been going on. Of course, taking it under the Great American Ballpark is sort of at your own risk, but uh, that would be the lean that I would be looking to in this contest. Uh, another one this afternoon, Marlins visiting the Braves for you, James. Another 4.10 p.m. Eastern start for Atlanta and Miami. Uh, Miami has Sandy Alcantara going, who has been pretty outstanding uh, for them here on this, I was going to say young season, but we're midway through. Uh, Muller going for Atlanta. Braves minus 128. Marlins plus 118 with an eight and a half total. I'm going here with one of those pitcher props. You mentioned Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, I like him here. His pitch, his his outs, basically, 16 and a half outs. It's sitting $1.15 either way. I'm going over here for a, a couple of reasons. Now, think about what the the this team needs right now. They need somebody to eat some innings. Uh, one pitch last night from their starter, Lopez, and got thrown out of the game after one pitch, hitting Acuna in the ribs. They deemed it, as far as the umpires were concerned, they deemed it intentional and tossed him after after the first after the very first pitch so that bullpen had to throw a full nine innings now I know the game prior to that uh, was washed out so they had a day off in a sense but prior to that that game they also had to go and that bullpen had to eat another six innings so I think for Alcantara he needs a number one eat some innings tonight for that bullpen for Miami but the other piece too is think about now I know the last his last go around his last start last weekend against Washington recorded 16 outs, came out after five and a third, but prior to that start, he had pitched a minimum of six innings in the previous seven starts, four of which he pitched eight innings. So he's definitely an innings eater for Miami in this matchup here. I'm going to go with that pitcher prop. Alcantara to be able to record 16 and a half outs, basically got to go five and two thirds innings. They're going to need him to eat that tonight. I think he gets there. It goes at least six innings. I'm going to lay the 15 cents juice, $1.15 over 16 and a half ounce for Alcantara. 
pretty decent amount of history for Alcantara having pitched in this division for a little bit while. Uh, 104 plate appearances against the current Braves roster. An expected weighted on base below 300 which is a very good number for the pitcher. Expected batting average of 213. Expected slugging percentage 317. Pretty low exit velocity uh, in general, about 87. So you're not looking at a lot of hard hit balls coming off the bat against Alcantara uh, for this Atlanta Braves roster. And uh, we were here. Not that long ago, James, where we watched Alcantara and Max Scherzer uh, go toe-to-toe here on one of these weekend games, and he certainly held his own. There are some deficits when it comes to hitting for this Marlins team, but certainly no shortage of good young arms in this Miami rotation as they continue to be a pest in the National League East for a number of teams that ultimately have been underachieving. Uh, It's not been a a division with a lot of human achievement to speak of. Uh, The prop that I mentioned earlier that I might take a look at from the early game, DJ LeMayhew against Taiwan Walker. Uh, His stat cast number is pretty strong. Expected slugging uh, over 550 in 21 at-bats against Taiwan Walker. And the guys behind the counter know it as well. They've knocked his hits number up to one and a half. You're not getting to play uh, the the usual with a uh, with a point five plus one eighty on that. Uh, I don't want to necessarily want to play that. I might considering the way DJ LeMahieu tends to spray the ball around, especially at uh, Yankee Stadium. Might be looking at the total bases one and a half plus one twenty uh, on DJ LeMahieu again. Total bases gives you a lot easier way to get there if you can get a double off the bat of a line drive guy like LeMahieu. Uh, can't give you the full sign-on recommendation I have with some of the others. Not enough sample size, but uh, best way into that game this morning that I saw for the Yankees and the Mets. That's getting underway in about 20 minutes. Wrapping you up on the pregame show here in a moment on VC. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. 
We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Love live in-game action? Then download the free Odds Trader app right now. Start winning with up-to-the-second info you need. since the free game show gets you ready for the action here on Independence Day weekend. Uh, our apologies, uh, some technical difficulties with Chris Andrews earlier. Don't know that we're going to be able to have him on the show here. But uh, come on down to the South Point Sportsbook. Just uh, knock on the counter. He might be able to come out and chat with you if you need to have a conversation with Chris. But we'll keep you going here for now. Adam Candy uh, at the South Point in Las Vegas. James Salinas in Denver, Colorado. And getting back to the NBA where we have game six coming up this evening between the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. Again, the latest information that we have, Giannis Antetokounmpo is listed as doubtful to play with that hyperextended knee. Trey Young with the bone bruise in his ankle is a game-time decision. Both set out game five. Hawks have moved from pick to minus two, 217 the total on the game. James, getting back to this game from a different angle, we talked about props a little bit earlier on. Um, you're not going to find a ton of props on the board right now, naturally, uh, not knowing whether Trey Young or Giannis are going to play. But 
let's take a look at what's here and talk a little bit about how would you approach it right now? Do you see potentially any value in what's here based on thinking to yourself, okay, I think this guy is going to play. I think this guy's not going to play, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we see Bogdanovich for the Hawks at 17 and a half points. Collins, 14 and a half. Capella, 10 and a half. Kevin Herter at 12 and a half. Over on the Milwaukee side, Chris Middleton, 27 and a half points. Drew Holiday, 23 and a half. Uh, those both inflated by roughly four to five points from what we've seen throughout most of the playoffs with Giannis in uh, Lopez up, Brooke Lopez up to 15 and a half. That number has been sitting roughly 11 and a half. Most of the playoffs and uh, even good old PJ Tucker, who has largely been, does he score a basket or not uh, at five and a half for the Milwaukee Bucks rebounding some interesting numbers. Capella 10 and a half. That is a pretty low number uh, for Clint Capella on rebounds. When you know what he's capable of Milton at eight and a half drew holiday at 10 and a half assists. And then you get into the three pointer props where I know we find some value from time to time. Bogdanovich, uh, who has gone from his knee is hurting. Is he going to play to a three pointer number at three and a half? Uh, Chris Middleton, two and a half as well. So James, let, before we get into any of these specific numbers, uh, Philosophy-wise, are there any of these that you look at and say, I think there's some value in getting involved in this before Giannis is ruled out, before Trey Young is ruled out, or anything else in terms of injury news? I think th thinking about both teams, we've seen both teams have to perform for an entire game without their all-star, without their superstar on the court, and respectively with Young and Antetokounmpo there. And thinking about, let's, let's talk about the Hawks, for instance. Now that's the challenge when young we know young is such the facilitator offensively that you know so many guys rely on young to create in space get open looks be able to dish off draw defenders to him whether it's the lobs inside for Collins or or Capella as he's getting into where, where Trey Young loves to live around that foul line area and bring that big out throw those lobs up some easy baskets there especially for Capella Capella is definitely dependent upon Trey Young to get his scores and or putbacks off offense of boards because he's not one that's going to they're not going to play through the post through capella and he's not one that's going to put it on the floor plus he's not a good free throw shooter shooter either so i think for somebody like capella it might be looking at his points to go under just based on the fact that if you don't think trey young is going to play this might be the opportunity but i'm going to wait on that because we don't know what the status of trey young is going to be that's the challenge here i i think the other side we saw it with milwaukee now we talked we with Giannis being out of the game yeah there was a brooke lopez sighting inside the three-point line he was hanging out with the big fellas down in the painted area we don't typically see brooke lopez doing that and there was a concerted effort not only for lopez but that entire bucks team to attack the paint rim uh, drive the rim drive the rim like they did and brooke lopez was the recipient of a lot of a lot of opportunities to score in there what's the adjustment going to be because i don't think Giannis is going to play he's listed as doubtful i highly suspect he'll be out so thinking about milwaukee can they replicate the same offensive attack in game six, the way that they did at home in game five, and in particular for Brooke Lopez, but kind of correlated 
with Brooke Lopez was Drew Holiday and all the assists that he was able to rack up because a lot of those were pretty gim pretty easy gimmies when he was able to get into, you know, get the same kind of area, get into the foul line area and get some of those lobs and the ball screens going into Brooke Lopez where so many of his shots not only came in the paint but above the rim slamming home with two hands. So that might be where I go. I think the, the Hawks have to adjust that defensively knowing Giannis probably is not going to play and need to do something on the interior, pack it in a little tighter, maybe try to deny as much as they can to Brooke Lopez, maybe more brawl pressure on the outside too, although I don't know if they can stay in front of Drew Holiday. Uh, but thinking about it here with his assist total, Holiday sitting at 10 and a half. Now it is juiced to the under at a quarter, but I kind of think that's an inflated piece here. There's a lot of talk about Drew Holiday need to be more aggressive, which he was, but also being more aggressive to score. And if they're able to, to try to camp out and take away some of those opportunities for Brooke Lopez, that might cut down on some of those assists for Holiday there. So that might be an angle I look at with Giannis being out. Drew Holiday to go under that 10 and a half assist mark. Final in that game, 123-112 in game five in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks. You mentioned Brooke Lopez, 33 points and seven rebounds. Uh, 26 for Middleton, 25 for Holiday with 13 assists, 22 with eight rebounds for Bobby Portis. Uh, they really got the bench showing that they needed. But the number I'm looking at, and I think the one that really jumps out to me with the assumption that Giannis does not play, and I don't see where Milwaukee needs to force him into this game, knowing that they can go home for game seven if uh, he's ultimately not totally ready to go. I would look at P.J. Tucker. Uh, P.J. Tucker had 11 rebounds in that game in game five. Number sitting there at six and a half rebounds on P.J. Tucker. We know where P.J. Tucker plays. Uh, he, you, you want to talk about the anti-Brook Lopez. P.J. Tucker is going to be inside. That number six and a half, he had 11 rebounds in this game, and the rebounds get distributed, as you can see, with Giannis out for the Bucks In that game, 11 for Tucker, 13 for Middleton, seven for Lopez, eight for Portis, even six for Drew Holiday, and you know who's going to be getting more minutes hanging out closer to the hoop. Uh, I like the idea of P.J. Tucker at over six and a half on his rebounds number, uh, Lopez all the way up to 15 and a half on the points. Uh, boy, it's tough because you don't expect him to score the way he did in the last game. However, uh, he doesn't have to score even half of what he scored in the last game to go past that number. So certainly interesting when you look at the Milwaukee side. Uh, for the Hawks, let's go back to Bogdanovich here for a second, James, because he took 16 three-point shots in game five and the number is sitting there at three and a half. Now we know Trey young, if he's not full explosiveness, will probably be in there as a facilitator, probably be looking to create that offense. As you mentioned for Clint Capella, he's going to create shots for Bogdanovich as well. I feel like the Bogdanovich situation, you might have a chance to get there either way because he made seven of those shots, three and a half. Let's say he hits at a 40% clip. He could still take something in the range of what? nine, eight, nine shots uh, from three-point range and get there. The juice right now is even. The over is minus 110 on Bogdanovich at three and a half. Uh, is that something that I could talk you into with, uh, say, 100 bucks of my money? 
<laughs> yeah, with your money, that's yeah. fire, Adam. I'm all about that action, you bet. No, I, I think so. I think so. We know where he likes to live. He's not going to be one that's going to put the ball on the deck and be able to try to get into the mid-range game and, and create his own shot. So many of these players really can't create their own shot. It's all facilitated off the attack from Trey Young being able to draw defenders and then rotate the ball out. And they're very good, are the Atlanta Hawks offensively, spacing the floor, sharing the ball, passing the good shot for the great shot. So love the chemistry we've seen throughout this playoff, all these playoff series for Atlanta of their ability to share the ball. But as far as those shots coming from the outside, especially if Trey Young is back out there, yeah, the hard part is how effective he's going to be. I suspect he's going to be out there, but who knows? I, I think that's where looking at Bogdanovich, we know what his skill set is. His strength is to shoot the basketball from the perimeter, as well as if Trey Young is in there, we know that drop coverage, that soft coverage on those ball screens that Milwaukee likes to play, take away the paint drives and funnel everything out to the perimeter in that mid-range game, as well as the uh, perimeter out perimeter shots out there. I agree with you. I think your money, my money, I'm with you on that bet, too, over with Bogdanovich. Oh, oh your things. money, too. All right. Well, clearly, I did a good job uh, on the convincing there, so Bogdanovich Donovich, uh, one that we're looking at over three and a half on the three pointers, minus 110. Again, the biggest number on the board, but the biggest number on the board for a reason because uh, he took 16 of them in the last game. And when we talk about props, we talk about this all the time. It's about opportunity. It's not about skill set nearly as much as it is. Are you going to get the volume to get to that number? And I think Bogdanovich, with or without Trey Young, has the potential to get that number and even just getting the attempts are probably going to lead him to getting over that three and a half. Uh, from the PGA Tour, quick update as we get you ready for the Rocket Mortgage Classic here this weekend. Joaquin Neiman is your favorite uh, as some of the players are on the course here right now. Joaquin Neiman at 10 under is 4-1 to one here in the tournament. He is tied with Tom Lewis at the top of the leaderboard at 10 under. You have a Big, big group at nine under. In fact, you have eight golfers sitting there at nine, including Max Homa, uh, who has won this year on tour. Max Homa is nine to one uh, in this tournament. Then you get Kirk and Lewis both at 12 to one. Kevin Kisner at 14. Matthew Wolf uh, at 16 to one. Uh, not a leaderboard with a ton of well-known names this weekend. Of course, we're only a couple of weeks removed uh, from a major, and that tends to be what you see. But uh, at the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit, which, of course, has been uh, delayed by some weather from time to time, Joaquin Neiman is your betting favorite, coming off 65 and 69 in his first two rounds. He will get on the course here in just about an hour. If you enjoyed the pregame show, well, then I encourage you to do absolutely nothing to your device of choice. Leave it right here. James and I coming back with betting across America for the next couple hours here on VEASAN. We'll be right back. Hope you're there with us on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.